Geekville Radio. Geekville 316 says I just rolled a natural 20. Hello, all you geeks and geekettes. This is Seth, a.k.a. Zandrax, the mayor of Geekville and the host of Geekville Radio, coming at you with episode number 316. We already made our Steve Austin reference. But we're going to continue to talk about the ever-changing world of DC TV and movies. I know we've gone a couple episodes on this now, but it's news that just keeps continuing to unfold. I mean, I actually said... uh, episode or two ago that I thought we probably weren't going to see any changes until next year. And boy, was I wrong. Because the biggest news to come out of the last week or two is that Henry Cavill is gone already as Superman. We all saw him in that famous mid-credits cameo in the end of Black Adam. We all thought it was a given that he was back because that would just seem to be a natural thing. We talked about how great a Superman versus Black Adam throwdown would be. However, Cavill himself gave this update on his Instagram. And of course, I will put a link to it on the show notes at geekvilleradio.com slash 316. But on Henry Cavill's official Instagram, he put this, I have just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October, prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. The changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them and all involved with the new universe the best of luck and the happiest of fortunes. For those who have been by my side through the years, we can mourn for a bit, but then we must remember Superman is still around. Everything he stands for still exists, and the examples he sets for are still there. My turn to wear the cape has passed, but what Superman stands for never will. It's been a fun ride with you all onwards and upwards. So that's about as happy or as calming of a post, I think, one could expect Henry Cavill to to make, uh, given that news. Because I think we're all disappointed by it. But the story behind Cavill's cameo was, seems like it just was not as simple as we were led to believe. Because the decision not to use Cavill did come from James Gunn and company, since they were rebooting Superman with a new, younger actor. Now, why they're choosing a younger actor is anybody's guess, but it likely has to do with this being the first step in a 10-year revamp plan. James Gunn even wrote on his own Twitter, dated December 14th, Peter and I have a DC slate ready to go, which we couldn't be more over the moon about. We'll be able to share some exciting information about our first projects at the beginning of the new year, so presumably in January. Among those on the slate is Superman. In the initial stages, our story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life, so the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. I don't know why they need to do a young Superman all over again, I believe Gunn did clarify that this is not going to be another origin because we all know Superman's origin, even people that don't read comics know Superman's origin. But regarding Cavill, I mean, he is or is about to turn 40. This means in 10 years he'd be nearing 50. The Rock is already in his 50s. 
So if you're putting a 10-year plan forward, maybe that has something to do with why they might be recasting. Now, it may be reading too much into these posts, but I couldn't help but notice words like in the initial stages and such. This doesn't guarantee a return, but it certainly does seem to leave the door open for something to happen in the future. This could also be using those terms just to make sure all the ground is covered. But what does this mean for Black Adam? Well, The Rock posted this on his Instagram, and I believe he also put it on his Twitter. Uh, the Rock wrote, My passionate friends, I wanted to give you a long-awaited Black Adam update regarding the character's future in the new DC universe. James Gunn and I connected, and Black Adam will not be in their first chapter of storytelling. However, DC and Seven Bucks have agreed to continue exploring the most valuable ways Black Adam can be utilized in future DC multiverse chapters. James and I have known each other for years and have always rooted for each other to succeed. It's no different now, and I will always root for DC and Marvel to win and win big. You guys know me, I have a very thick skin, and you can always count on me to be direct with my words. These decisions made by James and DC leadership represent their vision of DCU through the creative lens. After 15 years of relentless hard work to finally make Black Adam, I'm very proud of the film we delivered for fans worldwide. I will always look back on the fan reaction to Black Adam with tremendous gratitude, humility, and love. We did great. To my passionate and vocal Black Adam superhero genre fans, I love you, thank you, and I will always listen to you and, my, and do my best to entertain you. What a hell of a month, and now we all need some Terramana, which is his tequila. Have a productive week, and happy holidays to you and your families. So The Rock is also staying positive with this. James Gunn actually retweeted that and said, Love The Rock, always excited to see what he and Seven Bucks do next. Can't wait to collaborate soon. So there, it does seem like we may get Black Adam at some point in the future. Because The Rock did say not in their first chapter of storytelling, but he did mention multiverse and future collaborations. So I guess the good news about this, what would seem to be hopeful, is that this is not a total reboot that's going to ignore everything that happened before, like Marvel did with several incarnations of Spider-Man before No Way Home tied that all up. It looks like we will be getting some measure of a multiverse. We knew we were getting that with the Flash anyway, with Flashpoint. And it does seem like Flashpoint was always going to be a reboot of sorts or a reset of the DCEU into the DCU, which I guess they had to take that E out to make it sound more like MCU, but that's, that's just me. And we know this is a 10-year plan. James Gunn did confirm that he will be looking at Elseworld stories as well. So it looks like we're getting a multiverse. Could we be getting a big screen adaption of Crisis on Infinite Earths with Henry Cavill playing the Golden Age Superman? Could we get Kingdom Come? I mean, I think in a few years, Henry Cavill coming back as Superman to do Kingdom Come would be freaking amazing. I, I think that would be a awesome piece of filmmaking. We do know that there's interest in Lobo, and we already talked last episode about how Gunn is the perfect guy to do a Lobo movie, and Jason Momoa is the perfect guy to play Lobo. Now, what about other heroes? It looks like we may be seeing a renewed interest in Green Lantern. In a perfect world, I think we'd get David Ramsey as a John Stewart Green Lantern, but I'd, I'd be all for an Alan Scott debut or maybe a return of 
Hal Jordan. I've said before, I think Sean Bean would knock it out of the, knock it out of the park as Alan Scott. But could we get other Justice League members? I mean, we still could get Hawkman or Hawk Girl. Pretty safe bet we're not getting Batgirl anytime soon, but they could always return to that. But it'll be interesting to see where this goes. It looks like we're going to get some answers sooner rather than later when it comes to this DC movie universe relaunch. And this does pose questions to other characters in this DCU. I mean, will we get Ben Affleck back as Batman? When Gunn did admit that he and Ben Affleck talked about maybe Ben Affleck directing a DC movie. We know about the Wonder Woman 3 cancellation, or at least that if it does happen, it won't happen with Patty Jenkins. And based on what we've been seeing these past couple weeks, it's very possible that Gal Gadot may be recast. And I'd, I'd probably be a little disappointed at that because I think Gal Gadot did a great job as Wonder Woman. I had my issues with the second movie, with 1984, but it was not a bad movie by, by any means. But it does look like Matt Reeves's The Batman was going to be separate from the James Gunn vision, at least at first. I think it's a pretty safe bet there's going to be a tie-in at some point in the future, whether it's the Flash movie, whether it's something else in a multiverse. But I'll, I'll throw this out there. And I, I already put this on my own personal Twitter at Lord Xandrax, because I actually do have a, a personal Twitter, which I didn't have up until a few weeks ago. But I put this out there. I obviously didn't come up with the idea myself. It's It was been a story around for 30 years, but if James Gunn is going to do Elseworld stories, I actually would be very interested in seeing what James Gunn and or Ben Affleck could do with the Superman Elseworld story, Speeding Bullets. Now, for those that don't know, first off, Elseworlds are non-canon, different spins on characters, putting them in different eras or maybe in, in different scenarios. It's almost kind of like Marvel's What If. Although with the What Ifs, it usually takes an existing story and deviates from what actually happened. Elseworlds, they usually put a completely different environment on things. And Dark Knight Returns was one of the first Elseworlds stories, Kingdom Come, is one of the most famous and probably thought of as the best. But there's one out there called Superman Speeding Bullets and tells the story of Superman, only instead of landing in Smallville, Kansas, Kal-El actually lands in Gotham and is picked up by Jonathan and Martha Kent. So it's basically Superman with Batman's origin as well. So you have a Superman that's basically got Batman's attitude. And so, so you have Batman with the all the super strength and superpowers that come with Superman. I, I just thought it was a very good story. It's, by, it's written by one of the better Superman writers, in my opinion, J.M. Demadius and uh, Eduardo Barato doing the artwork. But back to Superman, one of the biggest issues I had with... Superman in the last few years was that he was too dark. He did, we heard, 
we lamented about how this was a darker and more brooding Superman, which just didn't seem like Superman. And I, I did hear recently that Zack Snyder did have a plan in mind that it was like a five movie arc of which we got three with Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman and, and Justice League. I'm assuming there would have been a Man of Steel 2 and maybe a Justice League 2, but it would have dealt with Darkseid essentially controlling Batman, which they hinted it would have involved Darkseid controlling Superman, which was hinted at in Batman versus Superman with the alternate visions of the future, so to speak. But that at the end of that story arc, we would have gotten Superman again. We would have gotten Cavill playing the Superman as we knew and loved him, being, being the positive beacon that we always saw him be in comics. I've said before, one of the things I admire about Superman is that it seems no matter how bleak things may be, Superman is the type of character that still pats you on the shoulder and says everything's going to be okay. And he'll still talk with a smile and he'll still treat everybody with respect. He just, he is the ultimate good guy. People say Boy Scout. I don't take that as an insult. I think that's a compliment. It's just who Clark Kent, who Kal-El is. Despite him being an alien, he is more human than many human beings. I think that's one of the best summaries that can be given about Superman. And I remember, I think it was Jeff Loeb writing, it might have even been Mark Wade, but something to the effect of how Superman has the powers of a god, but his character is the furthest thing from a god you could get. That he's he has all these powers, but he wants to live as a human. I think that's just one of the most powerful things about Superman. But going down the list of Justice League members that we might see, first off, I pretty safe bet we're we're probably going to get Martian Manhunter at some point because me personally, I just think he's too cool just not to explore. I don't know if he'll get his own movie, but he's one of those guys I think could definitely be given a cool big screen treatment. Green Arrow, Oliver Queen. I mean, look, Stephen Mills already said that he'd, he'd love to play Oliver Queen again. I don't know about on a big screen. Hawkman, we already saw in Black Adam. Black Canary, we saw in Birds of Prey. I'm sorry, that wasn't Black Canary. That was just somebody's reimagination of Black Canary. Elongated Man, Plastic Man, those type of characters. I'm not sure whether... That would be wise to do because there's already been how many Fantastic Four incarnations on the big screen. And when you look at this, I mean, we, we know how long Plastic Man and Elongated Man have been around and all that. But it's the same reason, I think, why Namor wasn't depicted as being the ruler of Atlantis in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, even though in the Marvel universe he is but we already established in the dc movies that aquaman is the king of atlantis and then marvel to say hey we got our atlantis even though we comic fans know that namor actually predates aquaman the average moviegoer is not going to know that they're going to see 
wait, we got an Atlantis guy in DC and we got an Atlantis guy in Marvel. Which one's copying the other? Probably best just to leave those characters at bay, meaning people are going to see Plastic Man or Elongated Man and think, oh, okay, well, that's them trying to be the Fantastic Four. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying I think that's what people would think. Now, characters like Adam, Phantom Stranger, or some of the others we could think of, like a Booster Gold. I'd love to see a Booster Gold movie. We're getting Blue Beetle, we know, but it's not going to be Ted Cord. but better that than, uh, better the modern Blue Beetle than no Blue Beetle, as far as I'm concerned. Obviously, it's going to be some time before we see the big changes on the big screen, but I do like the idea of James Gunn having this 10-year plan. Obviously, it took 10 years for the MCU to reach their peak with the Infinity War and, and Endgame. And it's good that the DCU will have kind of a central vision. Maybe there's a better way to put it, but I've said before, before Disney bought Lucasfilm, Star Wars was a lot more coherent because in the end, everything stopped with George Lucas. And he could handle both aspects. He can handle the business aspect and he can be part of creative. And it seems like Kevin Feige is also able to do that. And I think that's one of the reasons why some fans haven't been happy with Kathleen Kennedy. She knows the business aspect. She's one of the most successful producers of all time. But I don't know if she's ever had her hand in creative as far as creating a vision for the movies and for the the focus of the movies to take place and what i don't know if she would have any sort of grand vision to put star wars in. i think she left the creative stuff up to the writers and directors and just winds up being too many cooks in the kitchen you might say so i'm cautiously optimistic about this in closing because it seems like james gunn is taking this seriously i don't think we're going to get a superman movie that is going to be something like suicide squad i think he knows that there's different levels of variety that we can take certain characters in. Some characters work best in one environment, other characters work best in another environment. I know he is supposed to be writing the Superman movie. He may direct it. I guess the, the jury's still out as far as whether he's actually going to direct it or not, but he'll be, at least be writing it. And I do like that Superman will be a focal point, because he should be. He should be. He and Batman are, and Wonder Woman are that Trinity, you might say. They're the, the central three characters in all of DC, much like the core Avengers in Marvel. So that's going to wrap up this edition of Geekly Radio. We'll see if any more DCU news comes down the pike because it's something new seems to break every day. But if you're listening to us for the first time, first off, welcome. I'm glad you took the time to listen to us here. We are Geekly Radio. You can find us at geeklyradio.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts, you see a search for Geekful Radio, and you can find us, or if you go to geekfulradio.com, you can just click for the podcatcher of your choosing to subscribe. We're on the social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is at Geekful Radio. The Instagram's still a work in progress, but there's a decent amount of stuff on the Facebook and the Twitter as well, so you can give us a follow there. We're coming to the end of 2022. Hopefully, 2023 will be better. There's going to be some changes in our format in 2023, but we, I want to iron out the details before before I let you know what, what the changes are going to be. So with that said, I'm going to shut down the power here in the Geekly Radio Studios, and we will talk to you folks again next time. 
Geekville Radio is not sponsored or endorsed by any product or company unless specifically stated. The views expressed by the host and or guests are purely their own and do not represent the views of GeekvilleRadio.com, A1-Wrestling.com, or any affiliates. Some media used on Geekville Radio is the respective copyright of its publishers, all rights reserved.